Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike, final segment. Before I say goodbye to you for the long Memorial Day weekend, do you have plans yet? What are you going to do? How are you going to enjoy yourself? It's kind of a different Memorial Day weekend this year as compared to others. Please be mindful of the reason for this long weekend. Remember the sacrifice made by those who have put on the uniform to defend your freedoms, to defend the way of life we get to enjoy here in the United States of America. Remember that. That's what Memorial Day is all about. A lot of blood has been shed so that we can enjoy ourselves. So let's not let that blood be shed in vain and do our best to enjoy ourselves this weekend. All right? Help me out. Give me some suggestions. Uh, tell me what you're up to. 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Send me a note. Either give me a suggestion what, uh, uh, what I should be doing with my beautiful wife, Jessica, and brand new baby Piper. Or what are you doing? What are you and the family going to hop in the car and drive off to do? What memories will you form this coming weekend? I'd like to know. Again, 57500. Now, I have bored you, I'm sure, time and again, reminding you of the fact that I used to live in Washington, D.C. I was a big shot once, you see, before they gave me this humble radio station, or this radio program, rather. And I lived uh, not far from the Smithsonian Museum. And so this morning, when producer Amy shared with me a story from the Smithsonian that the museum is collecting coronavirus, quote, artifacts to document the pandemic, that my ears perked up and I thought, hmm, interesting. That is very interesting. So how about this? How about this thought exercise? Think to yourself for a moment. If you were designing a museum, if you were responsible for the creation of a museum which would somehow encapsulate the experience of America in the midst of this coronavirus, what would you put on display? What artifacts would you put there behind glass? Which stories would you tell? How would you tell that story? A similar effort was undertaken by the University of Utah Library not too long ago, specifically the J. Willard Marriott Library, uh, and this project there in the digital library services, headed up by Jeremy Minty. It was a project undertaken to collect the stories of Utahns, as well as photos, any way to archive the experience of Utah as we have passed through uh, the, the coronavirus. Mr. Minty, Jeremy Minty, has been a guest on this program. We have talked about the various histories, written histories, entries from folks' diaries, photographs, which have been submitted to 
the University of Utah Library. Fascinating stuff. Let me have you listen to Mr. Minty here describing exactly what's going on at the University of Utah Library, and then we'll step back and look at what's happening at the Smithsonian on a much larger scale. Here is Jeremy Minty, head of digital library services at the University of Utah's library, describing a project he has undertaken to archive the experience of the coronavirus here as experienced by Utahns. Just looking at some of the content that we have received, we're receiving a lot of things of everyday life, people working from home or doing school online since the schools are closed. We're having some funny posts where people who maybe had a spring break cruise canceled, how they recreated that in their backyard. Or we've also had some serious things of people that are actually struggling with the COVID-19 virus and how they're doing that. Or today we received a submission from a high school student just showing how some of their goals that they had for their senior year before graduation next month have had to be canceled or postponed. The curators at the Smithsonian, they're trying to figure out exactly how to tell this story. They're trying to come up with a plan so that those who come after us, next generation, few generations to come, will be able to look back and as you and I are able to look back on history and experience second, third hand with many degrees of separation, as close to reality as possible, things like World War II, the Civil War, World War I, the Challenger explosion. Many of us weren't there to witness these events firsthand. Our children's children and grandchildren and such like, well, I guess that's the same thing. Uh, our great-grandchildren, they won't be able to remember, very likely, the experiences through which you and I are passing right now in this coronavirus. So what would you send if you had to look around where you're sitting right now, maybe your workplace or your car or you're at home working? Look around you. What about your life right now has been impacted by this coronavirus, which would be interesting in the larger story of the American experience as we combat the coronavirus? Here sitting on my desk, I have a few things. I've got a mask. I have one of these uh, surgical masks. In fact, I, if you go on to my Facebook page, Lee Lonsberry, you'll find the, the live mic logo in the corner. I, I, <laughs> I demonstrated uh, the, how I've been using this mask, as well as hand sanitizer and gloves. Hand sanitizer, gloves, masks, PPE, those types of things. I predict that we will see, uh, as was fashionable very early on in this coronavirus experience, all of the distilleries around town and around the country who have repurposed their machinery to to distill uh, not alcohol for consumption, but rather hand sanitizer for protection. I bet you there'll be a display of those. And my hat remains off to those who are able to look around themselves and say, how can we help? What do I have here at my disposal that I can put to use and that I can put to help my fellow man? And maybe that's another wing of the museum at the Smithsonian. We highlight the way you and I have together looked out for our neighbors or how our neighbors have looked out for us. How do you tell that story? How do you convey the spirit of brotherly love and neighborly support that has emerged as one of the silver linings of this coronavirus battle. How do you do that? I don't know. 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Send me a note. How would you tell this story? And while you're at it, while you're on the phone, would you do me this favor? Download the KSL News Radio app. 
It's available on your Android device or your iPhone, wherever you download apps, powered by any hour services. You can listen to this program, and you can pick up all the news stories written by the expert reporters who work here at KSL News Radio. People like Paul Nelson, Mary Richards, Becky Bruce, John Wojcik. The list goes on. We've got some hard workers here. We've got some folks who know about storytelling. And I look forward to getting back into the newsroom so I can sit down with them and say, hey, how do we tell this story? How do we look back and encapsulate this? What suggestions would we give to the Smithsonian Museum as they look to archive the American experience? I bet you, I bet you there's a wall. I bet you there's a wall that is one big, giant video conference. That wing of the museum, of course, will be sponsored by Zoom, <laughs> who has done pretty well uh, in the face of this coronavirus. In fact, just last night, just last night, I was sitting next to my beautiful wife, Jessica, on the couch as she and all of her cousins coordinated the singing of Happy Birthday for the patriarch of their family. Yeah, Grandpa had his birthday yesterday, and all the cousins were able to come together via Zoom. And if I'm honest, without this coronavirus and without the, uh, the absolute need and reliance that you and I have come to develop on video conferencing, I bet you Grandpa would have been by himself. He's in a long-term care facility. I bet your grandpa would have been by himself if it weren't for the coronavirus. But because of the coronavirus, cousins from around not only the country but the world were able to come together yesterday, each of them comfortably in their own living rooms and bedrooms and kitchens. And after clicking and clacking a few buttons, they were able to all together sing happy birthday to grandpa. How do you capture that joy? How do you convey that story to generations to come in the Smithsonian Museum? I don't know. I don't know how they'll do it, but I look forward to the day when I get to walk through those halls and be reminded of the silver linings that you and I have come to uh, enjoy in the face of this coronavirus as you and I continue our fight. I'm going to step away. Next up is Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL News Radio. Happy Memorial Day.